friends, and welcome to a very special episode of We Can Do Pod Things. Um, We have decided today, because we have gotten so much very sweet and wonderful feedback from people about a number of different things, and we appreciate all of it so much, but in particular, uh, some people have expressed that they want to hear more about how we became friends with each other. And this is all true. This is none of this is a lie. Like, swear to God. Uh huh. I know. <laughs> Believe we're, it or not. We're just as surprised as you are. <laughs> so, we decided to have some fun with that and do an episode today where we talk about how we got to know each other. It's hard to make friends as an adult. <sighs> yes. So, it's kind of a miracle. It really <laughs> that it was. Happened. Um, I really want to hear you tell the story first because I feel like I probably always tell the story. Because we tell this story. We have told this story to cashiers in <laughs> stores. <laughs> People beg us to stop <laughs> telling the story. Um, but you're still here, so I guess we can assume that you are willing to hear the story. So here it is. Um, the our boys, our children, were around three or four. Yeah. And we, none of us knew one another. The kids didn't know one another. But my oldest child and I went to the park one day and we ran into... Bonnie was with you. Was Bonnie with me? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So Bonnie was with me. This is why I'm not the one who tells the story. <laughs> um, We ran into... A friend of mine from school, and she had a friend of hers who just happened to be Annalise. And our kids started to play together and had fun playing together. And so before we all went our separate ways, I just approached her and said, Hey, this is my name if you want to find me on Facebook and set up a play date. And then I don't actually remember what happened after that. I know that you found me and added me, but then I don't know what the next step was. You started working at Sunnyside. Is that? I think that was part of it. I found you and added you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, holy shit, this lady's husband is hot <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and that's why we call him Hot Justin, or I, I call him Hot Justin. <laughs> um, I can tell you too, this happened in May of 2017. Wow. Because- Facebook. Again, this is why you are the teller of the story. <laughs> I just researched. The keeper of the story. It's, it's because my data lies on the internet. I think what it what happened was I had put something on Facebook looking for a new daycare. Oh, okay. And you said, okay. hey, Rally goes to blah, blah, blah. This, you know, when we really like it there. And then also I was working at, um, yeah, at glass in one of the schools that I came to was Sunnyside. And I was like, oh, hey, yeah, our kids go to school together or whatever. And you guys went to Disney World, Mm -hmm. Disneyland. That was when we went. That was the nightmarish trip to Disney World. Over (laughs) Halloween. Mm -hmm. And um, came back and brought best friend, which we still have. Jack still has I saw it up on the table just a few minutes ago. 
I have all these pop-ups coming on my computer now and I have no idea why, but there was another something I saw for whatever reason I was looking this up a while ago. Our the history of our relationship as told by Facebook. And the very first post between us was a video that says, "Mommy, Jack taught me how to do the worm." Oh, I remember with a this. little help from Fortnite apparently. And, and it he is just deep- flopped around on the floor <laughs> because like a fish out of water and jack was obsessed with the Fortnite dances mm-hmm. as a i don't let's see this was in june of 2018 mm-hmm. so i don't know how old does that mean 14 15 16 17 four year old yeah and all he ever wanted to do was he just wanted to watch. He didn't know how to play Fortnite. He just wanted to watch the dances. He tried to do the dances. I walked into my bathroom one day and he had written the names of all of the dances on the bathroom wall in bath crayon, which was mm-hmm. fine. Um, and that was the first was when he taught Je- Rally how to do the worm. Yeah. So one of the really cool things about how this all unfolded was that while we were becoming great friends, mm-hmm. Our children were becoming best friends, Mm -hmm. and it just couldn't have worked out any better. Seriously. Um, The Funky Booty Brothers. Yes. That was our our first sleepover. That was Jack's first sleepover Mm -hmm. ever either. And actually, Jack still has not made it through an overnight sleepover without a parent there unless it was at a grandparent's house. Because we still, when we do sleepovers, mm-hmm. like I still, I come over yeah. and, and, and hot Justin brings coffee in the morning. Although sometimes he remembers now I can have decaf and sometimes he doesn't and I'll just drink it anyways. But <laughs> that was how, that was, and they were wearing matching WWE they shirts were. too. And that was at the time I was still married to um, Jack's dad and they were able to like socialize a tiny bit about um they both like similar music mm-hmm. and um similar sports teams mm-hmm. and wrestling and actually even since um his dad and I have been divorced and split up they still plan stuff together and take yeah. the boys the kids together to wrestling stuff even though like they're my friends <laughs> <laughs> but that's never been a, that hasn't been an issue yeah, there were just from the beginning there were all these just little things mm-hmm. that we had in common like that the the kids love wrestling, right? And the type of work that we do. Mhm. It was yeah. That and that's why we talk so much about mutual stardust. Mhm. Because it kind of just felt like we didn't really have any any other option. Not in a lack of consenting kind of way, mm-hmm. but just in like, a, I've known this person my whole life. Yeah. And of course, it, it just, it wasn't difficult. That doesn't mean that we haven't faced difficulties in our friendship, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a struggle. I didn't have to force myself to be like, you know what? Emily is a good person and I always enjoy myself once I'm finally hanging out with her. Like, it's never been like that. Mm-hmm. It just feels like you're just another extension of me and your kids feel that I feel that for your kids as well same like hugs and kisses and and whipping them into shape every <laughs> once in a while when they step out of line which is easier to do when it's not your kid mm-hmm. it's so much easier to have compassion or it not be like rubbing you the wrong way when it's your kid versus 
my kid. And please, yes, please be the one to <laughs> get my kids to do what they're supposed to do because I'm sick of being the one to try and get them to do what they're supposed to do. Yesterday, we were at my parents' house having dinner, my parents and my sister and my brother-in-law, and I swear to God, this child was a teenager. And I was just like, ah, help me, Tom Cruise. Mm. Help me, Oprah Winifrey. I don't uh, – what? Why? Why, why is it like this? I frequently get called a Karen. <laughs> so do I. And my mom's name is Karen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Except I ended up putting my foot down, mm-hmm. uh, which, which was easier for me because my mom's name is Karen. And so mm-hmm. then I could be like, and that's Nana's name. And how do you think Nana feels? I'm going to use that. I'm going to be like, that's Jack's grandma's name. There you go. See, see if that helps. I'll try anything. Where were we? Weren't we somewhere where your kid did tell you, say that you were like the, um, the final boss Karen or something like that? <laughs> I'm choosing to take that as a compliment. <laughs> I feel like it was, I feel like we were at your house. I mean, or maybe probably. We were in the car. I don't know. It tracks. <laughs> it, and you know, one thing that we don't really talk about a lot is how our friendship that's how our friendship got started, but how it really bloomed is we started going to the gym together. Yeah. Did we do that on purpose or did we just discover like, oh, hey, we both are members at, it was before Vasa, it was- You you were the one who was a member and I just Planet felt like Fitness. I wanted to start going and I knew that I would go more if I had somebody to go with. Mm-hmm. So I started working out more and- your workouts became <laughs> therapy not as, sessions. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, well, you were actually like in a good routine and intensity of workouts. And then I showed up and you're like, okay, well, I would usually be running on the treadmill right now, but sure, I'll just walk. <laughs> Which was good though, yeah. because I didn't even really know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And there were some some workouts that I did, but it was – that is really how we formed the foundation of our relationship and mm-hmm. because I rem- I don't necessarily rem- – I don't remember – we weren't face-to-face <laughs> and it's kind of like that whole the bedtime conversation thing is we could lay on a mat next to each other mm-hmm. and do crunches and talk about our lives and it was so much more disarming because it didn't feel like we were on the spot. Yeah. Or there wasn't as much worry about like – you having to formulate a facial expression response mm-hmm. because that was what was expected of you or whatnot. That's also where the Twinkle Boss twins were born. <sighs> they were on the rowing machines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Facebook lore, Emily, how about you disseminate that information? So Years ago, gather round, children. Mm -hmm. Years ago, when Facebook was first, I don't even know, um, thought up. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't originally Mark Zuckerberg who had the idea. It was, what are their names? Cameron. Cameron and Tyler. Is that it? I think so. Um, And they were also championship rowers Mm -hmm. at Harvard or whatever school they all went to. Again, why am I this? (laughs) 
You were the one that knew more about them, but I did just Google them also. The Winklevoss twins, Cameron and Tyler. Yeah. So. Oh, they were. Tyler was an Olympic rower. Good on you, Tyler. Mm Mm-hmm. You get to be Tyler because remember, I never was, I never had the good form on the rowing machine and you're always like, no, do it this way. And I was like, am I not doing it that way? <laughs> I feel like that's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. We, um, our first trip to Trader Joe's, we stopped at, um, we thought it would be super easy to just find a cheap cooler and it turns out it was not super easy to find mm-hmm. a cheap cooler. But we ended up going to Big Lots and bought matching coolers and mine was named Cameron and mm-hmm. yours was named Tyler. Yeah. We still have those. Mm-hmm. For our Trader Joe chips, which we haven't taken a Trader Joe's trip. We haven't. In a while. This is just, I'm so glad we're doing this because you have been with me through so many different milestones in my life and how those occur during such like seemingly random things, but I will never forget where I was the day that my ex-husband changed his profile picture to be a picture of him and his new girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was, I was good with it. Like I had process, I was processing the, the ending of the relationship. It wasn't like it was like a month later or anything like that. She's a wonderful person. She makes my life easier, so much easier, but that there's just that initial, reaction of this a, po- a looks large so positive weird. change is still a large change yes, yeah and it was on the way to Trader Joe's <laughs> and I don't even remember how it came up but it I was unfortunately driving and looking at my phone all the time and I pulled it up and I was like crying mm-hmm. in in Trader Joe and you're like giving me some space, but then also like checking up on me. And that was the day that you ate. Well, okay. Listen, <laughs> I did two things. You did do. I got you flowers. You, she did. She did guys. And then we got in the car. You had the sun butter, peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. And you handed the package to me mm-hmm. and said, you got to try these. And I said, no, you got those. Those are yours. And you said, no, it's fine. I got two. Meaning that there are two peanut butter cups in this package. This singular package that you were holding contains two peanut butter cups, sun butter cups. But what I thought was you got two packages. So I waste no time eating both of them. It's totally and then you're like, "Where can I have mine? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then, of course you were like I'm pretty mortified. sure the tears weren't even dry on your face no. when you were like, okay, I'm ready for mine. And I was like, um, don't even slow the car down. I'm just going to jump out <laughs> on uh, the interstate right was, now. I w- I think I just laughed and it didn't upset me or anything. It was just so, uh, the, and you have made it a point the last few times. I will never not buy you those <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh gosh. But that was in conjunction with that happening. And you were probably one of the first ones I told when he and I split up. Mm. 
That was at Lego night at the kids' <gasps> daycare. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I had forgotten that that's when it was. Yep. Gosh. And I remember Bonnie being like a little little toddler. And yeah. now she's – She was a little squish. The tallest out of the mm-hmm. three of our kids, I think. So that's how it started. Yeah. <laughs> and and here we up. are. Here we are. Please don't ever make me tell the story ever again. Okay. <laughs> For the record, we tried it. We, re- we remembered why Annalise is always the one in charge. Yeah. You need to be the one. Okay. And I'll just throw in my two cents. I also remember it was French Fry Friday. When was? The day that we met. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. I didn't remember that. Yeah, because I think that's actually why my child was super interested not only in the other kids that were close to his age, but also you were eating French fries. Oh. And I was like, Jack, leave them alone. And he was like, French fries. Like, it's French fry Friday. <laughs> and I was like, man, she came up with a reason to eat French fries on a Friday? That's my kind of woman mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, we are <laughs> devoted observers of French you fry are. Friday. You are. It's Friday today. If I had French fries it. are on the menu. I do have French fries in the freezer. I could make some mm-hmm. in, in honor. But I don't want to share them with the kids. <laughs> so you brought a little something I along. Did. So we know we know each other well, but I wouldn't say that we know specific details right. about each other necessarily because it's we weren't best friends growing up mm-hmm. and we know a lot but not all the things when we have conversations almost always we go straight to level 10 mm-hmm. very deep mm-hmm. conversation there's not a whole lot of fluff we go we right just, to the attachment we, style. Yeah, we get super intense <laughs> right out of the gate. So we don't get to learn a lot of things like what was my favorite restaurant when I was a kid. We don't always get to learn those things about each other. Oh, and so we might learn these about ourselves too because I don't even. Yeah. We're going to learn today. We're going to learn today. One other thing of I, uh, I will always remember the moment. It was Shockingly, it took us this long to DTR to find the relationship. You had moved into your new house. You had to tell me what that meant. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you had moved into your new house, and we had we were we had had a sleepover, and we'd had multiple sleepovers at your old house. Mm-hmm. And we were having the first sleepover at the new house, and um, at the old house we used to have porchies, where we would have drinks on your swing in the porch and now mm-hmm. we have garages where we would sit in lawn chairs and drink in your garage and we had had a decent amount of garages that night mm-hmm. and I think I said something to you about I know I'm not your best friend but I do feel like you are if not my it, that you are my best friend in that you're the like the first one that I go to or <clears throat> whatever. And you looked at me and you said, who told you you're not my best friend? And I wanted to cry and I'm going to cry just thinking about it because that was a moment for mm-hmm. me where I was just like, oh my God, no, this is a reciprocal relationship. Yeah. Like this is legit. Who is like- spreading this vicious <laughs> misinformation? Fake news. Right. <laughs> fake news. And we also talk, we have, we've talked before about the idea of a best friend 
and having multiple best friends mm-hmm. and um that doesn't mean that you're better than any of my other friends or anything like that or that the quality of our relationship is any diff it's different in that every relationship's quality mm-hmm. is different so i do have multiple best friends but there's a stardustiness yes that yes. is unique yes mhm all right do you want to pull the first card? Um, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. I think they're two-sided, two. so you could pick. I accidentally got two. That's fine. Pick the one that you that speaks to you. Well, the very first one says, what's the number one perk of being my friend? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to just choose one? <laughs> I could just be silly but I'm going to be like real. Okay. You are the most authentic person. You are your selfiest self. <laughs> I've never known anybody else who feels as real as you do. And I don't think that I am alone in thinking that <laughs> about you. I feel like everybody who knows you can tell that about you. From the first moment. I really do. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I love you. That is very much like probably one of the nicest things anyone could ever say to me. So I very much appreciate Mm -hmm. that. A follow-up. What reality TV show would I want to make an appearance on? Oh. Um. I don't know. I'm going to have to... I'll let you decide what reality TV show should I make an appearance on. I mean, I think that we should be the Real Housewives of Tippecanoe County. Hell yes! <laughs> I don't know why we haven't gotten that phone call yet. I, I don't know either, honestly. Now, I've never actually... I haven't watched religiously any of the Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Are any of them um, not actually housewives oh, and that they're single? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Oh, cool. yeah. Good. Yeah. Because that would be... It's- Such a misnomer. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Your turn. Okay. Or do you want me to hold them and you pull? We could just pull straight. Here, we'll just split the two. Yeah. 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 I think the green, I think the green ones look like a little bit more lighthearted and the blue ones look like the ones that are going to make you cry. Okay. All right. Well, I'm You do one of each if you want. What Game of Thrones character am I? You're Mother of Dragons, baby. Woo! You are immediately fire and raining everybody in. And a little bit crazy. And just <laughs> a tiny bit crazy. Mother of Dragons, hands down. Thank you. Wasn't that going to be the theme of your birthday party one year? I was going to do Game uh, of Thrones theme. Yeah, yeah. Like fire and ice. Because, yeah, because I wanted to do the whole... Uh, well, I didn't want to do like a Night King thing, but I wanted to be very extravagant. I'm, that's kind of a thing that I do with my birthdays. <sighs> I miss your birthday I go, parties. I go big on my birthdays. Haven't since COVID. No, I haven't. That I need to last... for this one because it's it's a milestone birthday for me. Yes. Yeah. Have you decided? I don't know. I'm still kicking ideas around. Okay. Well, I need to get through Christmas first. Oh, seriously. That's like Jack yesterday was like, Mom, um, didn't we – I thought you said you were going to set up a play date over winter break 
for me and so and so and so. I was like, listen, honey, we got to get through Christmas before I can, I will do that. Mm -hmm. But your holiday break just started on a day that I wasn't even really aware that it was starting because mm-hmm. I don't pay attention. And it's a fun surprise. I, right. Well, I mean, like I knew and I, I knew I wasn't – the reason I wasn't super panicked about it or worried about it is because my parents are, are officially retired and so I knew that I would have childcare. So I just – it wasn't like an urgent thing that I needed to worry about. Yeah. You can know something and it's like in the queue of yep. your brain. Yep. But it hasn't made it to the front of the line yet. Right. And it finally made it to the front of the line Mm -hmm. on Wednesday when my mom was like, okay, so what's the plan for tomorrow? And I was like, oh, you know what? Today probably is the last day of school (laughs) for this term. Thanks, Karen. Yes. Thank you, Karen. Um, I don't remember why I was talking about that. Um, Because I can't plan my birthday until I get through Christmas. Right. Through Christmas. Yes. Yes. Um. All right. Now, I asked two questions. You have to ask another one. Okay. Um, I accidentally run over Santa Claus with my SUV. Do I risk going to prison by taking him to the hospital? I have to think about that for a second. (laughs) Because part of me says you are very much the do the right thing kind of person. But then the other part of me says... Your family would absolutely fall apart if you went to prison. I'm taking a big risk by saying this on a podcast, but do you remember that one time I actually did hit somebody with my car? My brain is processing. I was pulling out of the alley. Oh my God. Yes. 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 I didn't. So I was going like three miles an hour. Yeah. Pulling out of my alley and a person on a bike was suddenly in my path and I don't think I asked, I don't think that I hit the body of this person but I hit oh my god their bike and stopped my car it wasn't Santa Claus but I stopped and was like Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my god. My son was in the back seat. He still talks about it. I'm like But I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I don't even know what I don't even know what you're supposed to do when that happens. What are you even supposed to do when that happens?" Call 911. And I was like, "Are are you okay? Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it." And I was like, well, that doesn't seem... Didn't he ask you for cash? Well, no, he didn't, but I just offered. Oh, that's right. You were like, I... throw money at a problem. Yes, but I didn't... <laughs> it wasn't that I was trying to... I, I just felt like I owed this person you something. You trying to bribe him. I wasn't. I just... I needed to make amends somehow. <laughs> and so I went to the nearest ATM and it was not working. Oh, my God. And so then I'm like, he's not only going to think that I hit him with my vehicle, but then he's going to think that I said wait here, I'm going to come back with some money for you to repair your bike because I had messed up his bike. And he's going to think that not only that I hit him, but then I just ditched him, (laughs) that I just ditched him. So it was at a Walgreens and I just bought a Visa gift card and I took it to him. (laughs) And I had completely forgotten about that. Yeah. But also Emily doesn't let anyone – Emily doesn't drive – anywhere if she has the the option Mm -hmm. and that is perfectly fine but because emily's got some anxiety around 
driving. Yeah. For the first year that I had my driver's license, you guys, I wouldn't make left-hand turns. <laughs> like a UPS driver. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Zoolander where he's like, I'm not an ambi-turner. Oh my God. <laughs> I was not an ambi-turner. Oh my God. <laughs> Too much. Okay. I'm going to pick one. What was my favorite movie when I was a kid? Um, I am just going to make a wrong guess. Labyrinth? Actually, that's not terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I did watch that movie a lot as a kid. My favorite movie when I was a kid probably was My Girl. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you were Especially- a deep thinker. Yes. Even back then. Yeah. Yeah. I really especially liked My Girl A deep feeler, I guess. A deep feeler, yeah. Um, I was in my feelings at an early Mm -hmm. age. Yeah. Um, My Girl 2 was also – was like tied for first place. Mm -hmm. I probably liked that one better than I liked the first one. I think so too. The soundtrack just was – I really vibed with it plus like the hot guy. like Yeah, there was the little romance element. Little kissy kiss. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was – that was probably my favorite movie Mm -hmm. growing up. Or would you, it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> what was my first job? Hmm. You were a waitress. At a cocktail bar. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been a waitress. I was a hostess. You were a hostess. Was that I your first job? I could never get up the guts to be a waitress. Yeah. So I was a hostess with mostess. But my very first job was when I was I think I was about 14 and I was a receptionist at a beauty salon. Well, I did not know that. So you like helped people schedule their appointments. I did. Made sure nobody brought their dogs into the salon. Mm -hmm. This is a cosmetology studio. Excellent. Yep. I wiped down the tanning beds. Oh, nice. Did Uh you get to tan for free? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was just telling – Justin had this seltzer and it was coconut flavored. And I told him, this is bringing back so many sensory memories for me of just dumping tanning lotion all over myself. There's just something. I'm so glad we don't do that anymore. About the smell of crisping flesh Mm -hmm. that I will never forget. And also, at that, that, during that time when I was younger, I remember laying in a tanning bed going, if this is what hell is like, I absolutely do not want to go mm-hmm. because it was just so hot. Yeah. Like, just like, you were like, am I going to die? And then there was that Final Destination movie where the one person gets trapped in the tanning You know bed. I'm not a scary movies person, so yeah. fortunately I have not seen that. You should not. What was your favorite um, tanning lotion brand? You know, I don't remember the brand. I think I bought whatever was cheap. Yeah. Jamaican Me Crazy. I remember Ooh. I had one that was called Jamaican Me Crazy. But what I did love, I loved those stickers that you could yes. put on. Because like it was Playboy almost Bunny. like having a tattoo. Yes. Yeah. Plus, you could be like, look at how white I was. Mm-hmm. And now look at how red I am. Yeah, I was such a fan of those. Uh, Miss Tingle was one of the ones that was popular in my circles. I do remember the tingle ones. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to think too long about what we were doing to all those layers nope. of our skin. Nope. 
absolutely not. And I am here to tell you, thank you very much, mom, for not letting me tan a whole lot and mm-hmm. being like, nah, we not, we're not spending money on that because I think that that was the right choice. Yeah. Something that worked well for me was that even though I had access to free tanning, I was way too lazy to go out and do that <laughs> every day. God. Plus, it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It got too hot. Well, it was really comfortable for some people because I frequently had to wake people up oh. at my job. I remember the first time I had to do it, I panicked because I was alone in the salon and I called my mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you like, really? I have to wake up this person. I was 14. Oh. And there was this adult man who fell asleep in the Ew. tanning bed. And I was like, I have to wake this person up and I don't know what to do. I think my mom came. <laughs> I was. They left you alone with a Adult yeah, man we by yourself? It was the 90s. <laughs> Nobody was thinking about anything back then. Right. Which is why we all need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so what is my favorite season? Fall. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be. I was at a Christmas party a couple weeks ago, and there was this theory going around that there are Halloween gays. And there are Christmas gays. Mm-hmm. And you're either one or the other. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely a Halloween gay. Mm-hmm. Definitely the witchy vibes, the, the the spooky, the pumpkin, yeah, the apples and, well, the witchcraft uh, calendar. And then there are Christmas gays that are yeah. the tinsel and the sparkly lights and the oh, – it's perfect. Are there any Nightmare Before Christmas ones who just dabble in a little of both? Ooh, probably. Uh-huh. I mean, if and if if any specific group were going to be the dabblers, it would be the bisexual yeah. women. Yeah. Or men, bisexuals in general. Yeah. I just don't like snow, so like and being cold, so that would be why I can't do a lot of dabbling. So you're not overjoyed with the snow that we got no i want to kill my- <laughs> stop myself no i was having this discussion with someone the a couple people the other day like it's really pretty to look at mm-hmm. and it does make everything so much brighter especially when it's like you know it's winter time we That's don't get to see thing. the it's sun it's the aesthetic yeah. otherwise everything is just so dead yes, and gray right and bleh. but uh i don't like being cold it makes me want to fight somebody and I don't like the slush and I don't like how winter just seems to drag on and Mm -hmm. on and on and so snow unfortunately signals that for me rather than the beauty of the season and like I think I would feel different about the snow that we had today if it were like pretty fluffy snow Mm -hmm. but it's not it's like ice balls crunchy super just gross snow Mm mm-hmm I don't like it. I got, n- I got nothing good to say about it. I'm learning so many things. <laughs> Can you imagine if you had asked me what's my favorite season and I had gotten it wrong? I think you'd just have to kick me out. That would have never happened, though, <laughs> because there's absolutely – my identity is wrapped up in mm-hmm. being a Libra. Like, there's no way you would, you would, you would know. If you had gotten it wrong – I, I just don't even see that be. That's like not even. You would take me to the emergency room. Yeah, I'd be like, this woman has a brain on. tumor. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think she's having a stroke. Yeah, she's not thinking clearly. All right, your turn. Okay. 
Oh my god, I can't wait. Read it out loud. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Who is more organized, Emily or Annalise? This may come as to a massive shock to anyone who knows us, but Emily is actually by far way more organized than I am. I know that that's surprising. But when you talk, you know, there's like that, there no two best friends have the same aesthetic. We're the aesthetic. odd couple. We're Oscar and Felix. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. We are the, you are the yin to my yang. Mm-hmm. I, you walk into my house and it's clutter and fluff and, and grains of sand on my desk. That and you my walk, daughter is responsible for. She's fine. the reason those are there. And you walk into Emily's house and it's like dust buster in this corner and <laughs> the Swiffer's over here and let me just The Roomba is that running. Pillow. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 I think we talked about this. I don't know. Was it the first episode or maybe the second episode where you were like, I have to do these things. Mm-hmm. And we actually said that like before when we were Yeah. I said it about 20 we minutes recording. ago. Mm-hmm. Like I have to microdose my mm-hmm. cleaning so that I can stay on top of it, which is smart. Yeah. I I am that other kind of disorganized, other kind of organized where if you ask me for a bobby pin, I'll be like, yes, go into my room, take three steps to the left, close the bedroom door, pick up the sock, and there's a bobby pin under that sock in mm-hmm. there. I guess yesterday I was accused of being the kind of person that just straight up throws my debit card in my purse. Hmm. I was like, shockingly no mm-hmm. like I can't, I can't do that I cannot I will never be able to be the person that just throws my debit card in all willy-nilly in my purse yeah. just swimming around in there no life jacket no wallet no nothing yeah but I am the the my ponytail holder is in the third drawer from the left underneath the pair of socks that is mismatched kind of gal and see I just don't have the bandwidth for that kind of information which is why I have to keep things in a very predictable system because I simply can't trust myself to remember details like that. What I'm hearing you say is that I could probably be a lot more effective and efficient in other areas of my life if I didn't have all that random knowledge that wasn't necessary to be rolling around in my head. I could actually use that energy on things like cleaning my house or... But I want to be very clear. People attach some kind of morality to being tidy and clean and... Haven't you heard cleanliness is next to godliness? We reject that. We rebuke you. Yeah. I don't feel like that aspect of my personality elevates me. In fact, I think that it is very often something to overcome because I take it Mm. to extremes sometimes. I find it something admirable about you, but but then I've also never felt like judged by you or anything like that. It's interesting that you say it's something that you feel holds you back sometimes. Mm -hmm. I had a, I have another, I had another friend who was very much the clean freak type, like claimed that title and she was like, it's not necessarily always healthy. No. That no, sucks. there are moments that I'm not as present as I could mm. be because I'm thinking about, I can't wait to go do those dishes. It's making me crazy. I can't let them just sit there. Mm. Anytime you feel that way, you can come to my house and do the ones that are inevitably <laughs> sitting in my sink. 
but actually I would much rather you be present and sit down and, and enjoy your free time. Man, that is hard. Mm-hmm. See, even the lighthearted questions, we can, can we manage to make them a whole thing. That's who we are, baby. That's why we count work on us well to together. make it a thing. That's why we're here. Twenty-two or twenty-one? What? Pick a number. Twenty-two or twenty-one? Oh, I was like, <laughs> like uh, twenty-two. Okay. What would I do on an ideal date? Um. We can put an explicit warning I, on this episode. <laughs> I I don't have a specific outline of an ideal date, mm-hmm. but I know, I think, things that wouldn't happen okay. on an ideal date for you. Let's go Like, there wouldn't be some elaborately planned activity, I don't think, where you are not able to just have natural organic conversation. Like you're not going to go do something that requires so much attention or doing that you're not able to just be and exist in that space with somebody and connect fully with that person. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It totally does. Yeah. So whatever it is, it's going to be like casual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know me pretty well? How about that? Your turn. Okay. How would I describe myself with one adjective? It's hard to ask you to answer questions that I don't have the answers to. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of like the the predictive index too, like the two question index, like how what how do I perceive myself to be, and how do I think other how do I think others perceive me to mm-hmm. be. What do I think you would say about yourself? Maybe control. Mm-hmm. But what if I were to describe yourself, describe you in one word, I think it would be generous. Oh. Because you're always, you always have that other side of the coin where you're just like, well, you know, everyone's doing the best they can or, you know, like it, you know, like it wasn't on, it wasn't intentional or, you know, you just, you are definitely more generous with everyone else than you are with yourself. But I hope that everybody has a person to reframe (laughs) things for them in the way that we both do. Like, because I hear things like that and think I'm wishy-washy. <gasps> no. Mm-mm. Like it's very hard for me to form hardline opinions on things. Mm. Sometimes, not mm. always. But because the world is not black and white, Emily. You're right. You're right. You don't necessarily there mm-hmm. are, like you said, very few there are sometimes when there needs to be a hard line, but you have the intelligence and the mental flexibility to go, yeah, but that there are going to be situations in which we have to adapt, change, take in other information and understand mm-hmm. that there, there's a different alignment. Yeah. Sometimes I wishy-washy. look around at other people who are able to be very decisive mm. and I'm like, I, I wish I had more of that. But you're right. It's not necessarily always 
the right thing or always the wrong thing. Right. It's just another way of being. Yeah, stop talking about my friend like that, okay? Because <laughs> I like really love her. Um, I'm looking. How would I rate oysters on a scale of one to five? Five being the best. I mean, you're definitely more adventurous with stuff that you're willing to try than I am. I've never had oysters. Okay. So I guess maybe a three, because I don't think that you are the type of person who would necessarily all the way reject some, the way that I would. Mm-hmm. I'm like- You would be zero. Absolutely not. <laughs> I've never had them and I never will. Under no I don't think that that's you. I think that you'd be like, I don't know, three? That's a pretty decent- I'm not opposed. That's actually, that's pr- that's pretty accurate. I I would rate rating oysters on a scale of one to five a zero mm-hmm. because I hate rating things and mm-hmm. I find myself surrounded with people who want me to do that. Quantify. Oh my God. And you know, like I do love, I like data uh-huh. and I like, I just, the relative stuff, the like, my opinion is going to be different from your opinion and uh, it hurts my brain. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was funny that that was the card that I picked. It's I'm pulling all these cards that I don't know the answers to, hmm. so it doesn't feel fair for me to ask you because I don't know. Well, I didn't. Oh, I know this one. What's my favorite swear word? Oh no, um, bitch, twat, twat. Oh my god, how did I not know that? <laughs> oh, there is nothing better than a well placed twat. <laughs> I know how that sounds, and I'm not walking it back. I know how it sounds, and she I'm said not what she said. Said what I said. Um, if I were a god, what would I be a god of? I'm trying to think of the right word, but mm. the clumsy way of saying it would be just the god of letting everybody be. As messy and real and exactly the person that they are. Perhaps the god of authenticity. Yes. Yeah. That is fucking goals right mm-hmm. there. Like I I aspire to that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick one for you to okay. answer for you. Hmm. Hang on just a second. Okay. Justin Timberlake, Obama, and Oprah are in line but you can only let one of them in and you would choose Obama. Yeah, I think I would. Would you? I think so. I don't know. I mean, that was a, that was difficult. Justin it wouldn't Timberlake. be Justin Timberlake. Yeah, not so much anymore. Mm-mm. If it were JC. JC Chazé. Yeah, you can sit with us, JC. Not after what Justin did to Britney, mm-hmm. though. Not Justin. No. But yeah, I think it would be, if you had said Michelle Obama. A thousand percent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, no. I asked. Now I asked one for you to answer. I just oh, picked one yeah. to, to answer about you. Okay. If you could throw away one item of mine, what would it be? I don't know. What do I care? What you want to hold on to? <laughs> like. <laughs> okay. So what do you think? That you know, it's I like hang on to have... that holds me back. In the literal sense mm-hmm. of like actual thing things. Sure. I don't know. Uh, Some of these questions are weird, by the way. I mean, uh, that I'm just pulling at a random thread, I guess. If you are somebody, and I don't know if you are, but somebody who 
holds on to certain clothes, just like a lot of us do, mm-hmm. thinking I'm going to keep this till it fits me mm-hmm. or whatever. I would tell anybody to get rid of yes. those things. That's not you specific. I would just say that to anybody. If you have clothes that don't make you feel comfortable and like you can take on the world, if you feel uncomfortable in the clothes that you have and you're keeping them around for some reason, get rid of those. Yes. I love that. Um, oh, I would also tell you to get rid of any really high heels because <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> I wor- I worry about you. <laughs> I don't want you to hurt yourself. <laughs> I mean, you're just that's not your love language. Um, you have a bad habit of breaking your ankle or messing up your I do get injured yeah you do awful lot uh-huh. for someone who really doesn't do a whole lot of risk taking like by that I mean none <laughs> I just walk around baby life is a risk okay so you pick um I was trying to find a question where I could make you cry mm. but I can't it is a it's a tall order to make me cry. <laughs> and there's there's like you know how Glennon talks about like the tears are there, mm-hmm. but the Lexapro just <laughs> absorbs them all. Mm-hmm. I think there's I think that's somewhat true for me. Okay. The, I, I'm having all the feelings, but they won't usually find their way to the surface. Okay. Um. How would I rate high school on a scale from one to five? Five being the best. Probably a two. Uh, yeah, I guess. What would you I was it? gonna say one. A one, okay. But hearing you say two, yeah, I did. I had some fantastic friends in high school, so it wouldn't be fair to rate it as a one. But I didn't love high school, and high school didn't love me either. <laughs> really, if you if you if you loved high school and high school loved you, we are not the same. Yeah, it takes all kinds. And what I realize now is, I I would I would do it over again though. Yeah, I would do it over again, and I would do it a lot differently. I think that a lot. I think I would I think I would do it differently in that I would have so much more confidence. Mm-hmm. But then I remember that I wouldn't have that confidence. Yeah. If I hadn't had some of the struggles. Yeah. I'm sure that's true. But I do wish I just I have so much sorrow for that girl when mm-hmm. I think of her mm-hmm. in high school and how everything she did was for the approval of other people, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And so there's part of me that wants to go back and save her. And like reparent mm-hmm. a little bit. Gosh, yeah. But also that's not the whole story. I also had a lot of good friends. Yeah. I had a lot of fun times. I, I, There were a lot of positive experiences. Yes. Those just aren't the things that immediately come to the surface. Right. Like our brains are hardwired not to remember those things. Yeah. They're hardwired to remember the shitty stuff. Should we do one last question each? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Oh, here. You pick. I don't like either of these. Okay. Um, 
Okay. okay. What international city would I move to? Oh, shit. Um, this is a moving target. Part of me wants to say Paris. And I think of the... Yeah, I'm going with Paris. I definitely want to travel there. Remember we saw that TikTok where they there was a girl and I think one of her friends and they bought <gasps> these Marie Antoinette style dresses yes. and they went to Versailles and just ran around. Yep, yep. I do remember that. My other thought was somewhere in Italy. That. I want to do that. My other thought was somewhere in Italy. Oh, yeah. I want like to go a, there too. A pray love moment. To live, I have talked about wanting to live in like Toronto oh, or somewhere that's still near enough that I could see my family. Cause you know, I, I, I like to be close to where my mom is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just in the last few days, I've really been thinking about how nice it would be to live in one of those like Scandinavian, Ooh. like Denmark or Norway. People are just so much more content. Capitalism is not – it a doesn't bleed force. into yeah. the culture the way that it does here. It doesn't draw blood from its people the way that it does here. <laughs> I just – I I could fuck with that. Yeah? All right. <laughs> that life. I could definitely do that. Filing that away. Um, do I like celebrating my birthday, yes or no? I hope so. I do. Yeah, yeah, I want everybody to like I celebrating know. their birthday. I know, and, and I know there are people out there that don't, and I respect that. But also, I'm like, but you're special. Mm-hmm. Just because billions of other people on this planet have the same birthday that you doesn't mean we can't be grateful for yeah. the fact that you are here. Right. Maybe people get hung up on the idea that celebrating your birthday has to look a certain way. Right. And it doesn't have to – if you're not somebody who wants a big party, don't do a big party. Right. But still be – I I, I love celebrating other people's mm-hmm. birthdays and not just because I like celebrating my own, but because that's like that one day that it's acceptable for you to make this person feel special. Mm-hmm. I guess not everybody wants to feel special. Can't relate. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Um, I just, again, I'm just so appreciative of any person who's reached out to us. Yes. And said the very kind things that people have said. That was, for me, just really unexpected. I knew that we would have fun doing this. Yeah. But it's just been such a nice surprise that other people have connected to it. And... I, I'm just grateful for that. Same. And I'm really glad you had this idea because this was really fun. And I know you and I both felt a certain type of way after our last episode, which was a fine episode. It was just like this was this was a good moment to just be silly mm-hmm. and not – I think when we talk about things that are so heavy all the time, it makes it difficult to also have the fun that we are very good at having. Yeah. And – my very final thought is if you are somebody who is listening to this and is looking to expand your circle of friendships and we seem like the type of people that you might want to hang out with, yes. reach out to us. Yes. We want to know you. We want to hang out with you. Absolutely. Or if you have a, if you have if you would like to if you have something you're really passionate about and you want to come on the yeah. show and talk about it. 
Let's um, be friends. Yeah, let's be friends. Let's connect. You can email us at podthingspodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at we can do pod things. This is Annalise. And Emily. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Happy holidays.